accumulation, preservation, generation. At Busey Bank, these are the principles we use to build meaningful financial partnerships with our clients and their families. With sound advice and vast resources, partner with Busey for a personalized approach to your legacy. Busey Bank, building business, growing wealth since 1868. Member FDIC. You're listening to the Hammer and Nigel Show. Hey, Tony! Hey, Tony! Pretty boy, Tony! It's Tuesday with Tony Cass on the Hammer and Nigel Show. Uh, Don't want to keep Tony waiting. My name is Nigel. Hammer's here hooking up live with Tony Katz for Tuesdays with Tony. We are a uh, week out from midterm elections. The dust has settled or maybe not settled so much, Tony. And I'm wondering what are the major takeaways we've seen over the past couple of days since uh, the midterms? I don't know what the number one thing to think of, of this election is because there there is no number one thing to think. Well, uh, why was there no red wave? Why do you think, I mean, everybody, including me, were you ever a red wave guy? It was like kind of no. like the 2020 election. You go to bed thinking Trump's got this in the bag and then you wake up the next morning and it's like, whoa, you wait know, a minute, I, something else happened. I, I will tell you that I never used the term red wave and I was actually, uh, the day of the election, I was on Newsmax saying I, I, I'm not a fan of, of the term. Uh, I did expect Republicans to have a much better showing in the House, and I did expect Republicans to pull out uh, the these Senate races. Uh, I think that that candidate quality conversation is fine, except it's not the answer to say, well, you Republicans just don't have quality candidates. Katie Hobbs in Arizona is not quality. John yeah. Fetterman in Pennsylvania is not quality. This isn't a debate that I'm having with anybody. These are the facts. Let me state also that Kathy Hochul in New York, the governor, is not quality. So we shouldn't be, um, you know, engaging this one way. That's not serious. Is it uh, indeed the idea that, well, there's a level of Trump fatigue and the problem with some candidates is they were looking backwards and you need to look forwards? It's certainly possible. Is there the idea that what people wanted was just not one more thing to be different in their lives, even though they don't like Biden, even though crime is high, even though inflation is high? Could we, could we just leave everything the way it is just for a little while longer? That's also possible. Were, were uh, people seen as just, you know what, I don't like what I'm seeing from the country, but oh, do I hate these people. Man, do I not like that Carrie Lake, or man, do I not like that so-and-so. That's possible, too. But then you take a look at the fact that in a state like Arizona, where Carrie Lake may very well have lost this thing, although there may be a recount, and uh, you have uh, the, the attorney general candidate, and some others who have lost by very small uh, margins. There might be some recounts. You realize that Republicans took six of the nine congressional seats. They picked up seats in Arizona. You take a look at the fact that they still control the state house and the Senate there in the state of Arizona. So what to make of it all? You take a look at Ron Johnson, the Senator Republican from Wisconsin. He was trailing Mandela Barnes until he wasn't. And that held. So what are we discussing? 
missing here. In Nevada, you have Catherine Cortez Masto, the senator, pulling it out against Adam Laxalt. But Joe Lombardo, the sheriff of Clark County, is your next governor defeating the incumbent Democrat. <laughs> what to make of it all? Bourbon is delicious. That's what to make of it all. So yeah. if you're looking at this from a local perspective, yeah, a lot of governor races, local house races, those went to the Republicans. But national races, again, I think the Democrats are just so much better at capturing the early vote. So do the Republicans at a national level, Tony, have to get better at early voting? Do they need to change strategy? Do they need to change leadership? Yes. Now what? <laughs> All right. I, Which I leader have... needs to be replaced the most? Okay. Uh, whether so, it's McCarthy, so... whether it's Mitch McConnell, who Ronna McDaniel, who needs to go the most? Well, I first I, I start by first replacing Ronna McDaniel as the head of the RNC. This is not a debatable position in my view. And if she's kept, then this is a Republican Party that is uh, really remarkably good old boy. But the 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 first part of of your question was not about the the replacement theory. It was. It, it was, um, I shouldn't use the term replacement theory. People yeah, are going to think a, I'm thinking something yeah. very, very different <laughs> right there. Um, the first part of your question, Hammer, give it to me again. because I forget. So do the Republicans have to change strategy in ah. regards to early voting? So the answer is yes. And this, I, I mean, I've had people calling me, telling me, you're, you're just not focusing on the key subjects, Tony. It's all about fraud. Uh, go prove the fraud. You're not going to have an issue with me. And in Arizona, when it takes Maricopa County six days, seven days to count votes, you're going to have people who believe it was fraud. It's that's never you're, you're you're never going to get them to to think otherwise. But I oppose, for example, mail-in balloting. I of course I do. I'm a rational person. But if it's legal. Republicans have to do it, and they have to do ballot harvesting, and they have to do what's called curing of ballots, where someone forgot to date uh, their ballot, or someone forgot to sign it. You take it back to them, and you get it done. This is what happens in Nevada. The culinary union has a massive machine that does this. Republicans have to match them, because you cannot cede any ground to people who are fine with this kind of stuff. It's all wrong. I agree that it's wrong, but you have to fight this way until they realize they're not going to win elections by doing the thing that is clearly wrong and being like, well, the Republicans won't do it and that's why we get ahead. You have to do everything. It is an all of the above approach. You have to fight mail-in balloting everywhere across the country and then you have to become experts at it until the left realizes they can't do this and after all, it, it, it leads to opportunities for fraud. We shouldn't allow this and then you get rid of it altogether. And what's all going, of the above. What's going on in Arizona is just crazy. Should Carrie Lake concede if indeed she uh, does lose? If she loses, she should concede, but... Uh, but yeah. we don't know. I mean... It's, it's going to be... There's going to be a recount. There. After the recount, that will be that. Okay. I've had people who, sh who have shared with me that there have been a lot of Republican lawyers and others on the ground looking at this thing. Uh, he would he would question uh, highly, uh, and as someone I spoke to today on air, John Gabriel, who writes for the Arizona Republican, is the editor of Ricochet.com. Uh, it, it would be something else if there was provable fraud, but of course, the provable part is always a question. But when you take six, seven days to count uh, ballots in a county, when uh, countries of far greater populations can do it in three hours, yeah. it's embarrassing. And you're going to make people say, I don't believe you. And you're never going to change their minds.
Tuesdays with Tony. Tony Katz with us here on the Hammer and Nigel Show. How big of a story is this cryptocurrency bankruptcy possible funneling of money to Ukraine, which comes back to the United States? Am I a tinfoil hat guy for thinking something stinks here, Tony? No, no, no. This is money laundering from beginning to end. And there are uh, quite a few guys working a street corner in the uh, concrete business in New York saying, how in the hell did I not think of this? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, there it is. You know, um, and, and we should be clear, the money came from the United States. Uh, and this is only part of the FTX horror show and this guy, Sam Bankman-Fried. The money went to Ukraine to help them. Uh, FTX was going to help the Ukrainians. So Ukraine invested their money into FTX to help grow it. And then FTX was giving millions of dollars to Democratic candidates while the head of this group, Sam Bankman-Fried, was advising Democrats on how to regulate cryptocurrency. This is money laundering. This is obscene and anybody who's like yeah, it doesn't matter worthless which of course would mean the ladies of the view and of course got a lot of other uh, cable news outlets this is seriously damaging and this is damaging to ukraine as well but this was money laundering that's what they got caught in and it if it wasn't for the fact that this guy was engaged in some very weird speculative investing by stealing money from his investors from the people who were on the ftx platform maybe we wouldn't even know it does anybody know where that guy is he is right now in the bahamas his plan was to head to dubai because they do not have extradition but when he got to the bahamas the bahamian government said we'd like to keep an eye on you <laughs> and they are very much so and right now i think there's a billion dollars that is unaccounted for wow billion. no one could find which means this guy is sitting somewhere on a billion dollars uh tuesdays with tony Katz here on the hammer and nigel show do you have the keg on ice do you have the keg tapped yet do you have the wings on the uh, smoker for trump's big announcement <laughs> at nine o'clock tonight, um, I, I i have a cigar and i have a bourbon and i'm actually gonna stay up and watch this thing because I love you, WIBC. <laughs> I love you. But I'm telling you, Wednesday at about 3 p.m., I'm going to be super cranky and daddy's going to need a nap. Because it's two weeks in a damn row. First, Trump, you have your announcements at 4.45 p.m. Right. Some of us need some sleep. <laughs> Do you think it's going to be he's in it to win it tonight? Or are we going to be let down? We're airing it tonight here on WIBC is the old man throwing his hat in the ring one more time. So so your argument is, does he have this thing to get all the press and then tease it for an announcement three months from now? Sure. Bingo. Yeah. Um, it's, oh, it's always, always possible. Always possible. Uh, I think that WIBC is doing the right thing in airing it because, I mean, it's the same. We talk about car accidents. So it's the same. It's the same basic math. Can't not look. Um, Only uh, good things can happen after you say, we talk about car accidents. So I, th- I think you make a great point in terms of what Trump is like and, and, and the concept of spectacle. But there is, to me, a possibility that he really really feels he needs to clear out the field 
and he really needs these people endorsing him. Now, let me give you two things that I'm watching. The first is Congressman Jim Banks of the Indiana Third, who has said he will be endorsing Trump. I have not been able to get in touch with his office. I have. I want to understand what he's doing because I don't know why he's doing that. I like Banks a lot, and I understand that Banks has an affinity for Trump and the fighting spirit, and I appreciate that about the man. I don't understand the idea of endorsement. The other one I'm watching is Congressman Matt Gates, who put out a statement, I believe it was on Twitter, or someone did on Twitter, saying that he was supposed to go down to Florida for the announcement, but the weather isn't looking good, so he'll be with the president in spirit. Interesting. Mm. All so, right. Now play your now drink and play your game <laughs> and make your bets. Wait, what are the Vegas odds, Hammer? What what is where are you at? I think right now the smart money is he's going to announce tonight to try to jump in front of an indictment in a couple months. So if I'm a betting man, I think he announces it tonight. All right. I I, I, I I like that. What is the parlay between that and John Fetterman remembering where his office is in D.C.? <laughs> I think that's easy money right there. That's just giving money away. I hope for his sake he does. I really do. What's coming up on the big shows tomorrow? Well, I think it's it's the one-two uh, punch of not only the, the Donald Trump announcement, but the Joe Hogsett announcement. Is he or isn't he going to run for a third term as a bad mayor of Indianapolis? So that's where we're going to be. He is on social media at Tony Katz. Facebook is Tony Katz Radio. TK, thank you. Always. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.